Scary Bat Marshmallows and Monster Cereals will change the way you eat breakfast. We're talking General Mills Monster Cereals. Hit it. the 1980s. Your Kiss was on Hall & Oates' list, Tom Selleck was Magnum P.I., and General Mills had some tasty cereal treats based on Universal Studios Monsters. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, or Halloween, the podcast that talks all things Halloween in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Halloween in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me are two Totally Rad Christmas All-Stars and Ratty winners from Just Another Friday Night, it's Werewolf CM Chuck. Chuck, how's it going? Oh, Ooh, I'm doing great, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I love the howl at the moon. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Um, and from uh, Tis the Podcast, it's reanimated corpse Anthony Caruso. Anthony, what's happening? Uh, better now that i'm here with you and chuck here although i will say uh the fact that i ha- wasn't deemed the werewolf just means you've never been to the beach with me jerry <laughs> <laughs> touche my friend touche <laughs> how y'all been it's been such it's been a while oh man it's I, i'm doing great you know i it has been a while, you know, it's almost like, uh, I feel like it was just yesterday I was recording last year's Thanksgiving episode with you, Jerry. But, uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's been amazing, and, uh, you know, so glad to be here tonight, especially with Chuck. I feel like it's definitely been a while since I talked to Chuck. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, I'm doing good as well. Thank you guys for asking. Always a, a pleasure to hang out with both of you at the same time. Uh, um you know, we I feel like we kind of talk in our our little group chat, you know, about comic stuff, you know, frequently, <laughs> but it's not the same as hanging with you guys. That's I think right. the last thing we did together was when we recorded for Christmas in July, right? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 That was, yeah, that was, was a fantastic fun. episode. <laughs> Great episode. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've already got requests from other people about uh, asking who they could play. <laughs> so that'll be fun um but before we get into tonight's topic i want to do my brand new segment hit me with the toaster so this is where uh, i'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions and i just want you to hit me with the first answer you can think of okay you don't have to think too hard about it just first thing that comes to your mind so here we go count chocula is scrooge recast marley and the ghosts of christmas with frankenberry booberry fruit brute and fruity yummy mummy okay Marley for me would be Yummy Mummy. Okay. Because he because he quote unquote looks the scary the most like he would have <laughs> chains and everything. Okay. Uh Booberry would be okay, no. Fruit Fruit would be the ghost of Christmas past. Or I don't know why. But because he's the odd one out, because I just have a clear image in my mind of Frankenberry as a ghost of Christmas present. He's a big galunk who's probably right. the most cheerful. And then uh, Booberry looks the most gloomy and dour, so he's perfect <laughs> yet to come. Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you think, Chuck? 
I, I guess Anthony's got it pretty much on the nose. Let me let me try and think if I would recast it anyway. I think I'm not too happy with uh with with Count Chocolate being screwed, but I guess that makes the most sense because he was kind of like the OG. Um, let's go. Frankenberry is Marley. Did you say that too, Anthony? No, he I said, did not. He said no. Yummy Mummy. Yeah. Okay, that's right. And then we'll do Yummy Mummy is the Ghost of Christmas Past because he's a mummy and like from back then with the wrappings and all that. Okay. And then we'll go Ghost of Christmas Present is uh I'll say uh Booberry, uh just because I don't know, a ghost in the present would look like a ghost. And then I guess Fruit Brute is the future because I guess he's the scariest. <laughs> well he does scare uh he does scare some of the originals when he came out in his commercial. Right. I saw that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm me, Fruit Fruit, with my fruit-flavored cereal, Fruit Fruit, part of your nutritious breakfast. Who are you? But delicious Fruit Fruit has fruit-flavored marshmallows for the howling good taste of fruit. Count Chocula's got chocolate marshmallows. Frankenberry's got strawberry-flavored marshmallows. Fruit Fruit Fruit, with a howling good taste of fruit. All right, I'm into that. Those are good. Okay, here we go. If you could have a Gill Man, that's the creature from the Black Lagoon, a Gill Man cereal, which flavor would you make it and what would you call it? Ooh, uh, <laughs> the hard one. I want to say something limey. Right. <laughs> right? Because it's green. Uh, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I've actually given a lot of thought to this because the <laughs> Gill Man is who I was always like, why is there not a Gill Man I, Same thing. I, I wondered would... that too. Yeah. I would call it Creature Crunch, and it would Ooh. taste like Apple Jacks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, actually, I'll make mine grapes, and we'll call it Gilly Grapes. Oh, okay. Okay, I like that. I like too. both of those. Let's. Yeah, I wanted to do like Black Lagoon, but I was like, it doesn't. It's too too many words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's there's a way we could we could workshop it. We'll figure it out. Uh, okay, finally, <laughs> you're spending Halloween with the cereal monsters passing out candy. What candy do you pass out? Oh, ooh! now that's a good one, Jer. <laughs> uh, so I'm with all the monsters and we're handing out candy. What are we handing out? Yeah. Uh, man, that's. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to be the expensive house and I've made grab bags and have a different candy represent each of them. So something chocolatey for chocula, fruit flavor mm-hmm. for Frankenberry. Oh, things okay. Like that. Uh, like what what popped right into my mind was like for frankenberry would be those little uh strawberry candies that are like wrapped that your grandmother always had like on <laughs> your grandma bowl, would always have it. <laughs> yeah it was like what came to my mind and i thought like anthony like chocolate maybe like kisses for count chocula i kind of thought like that too like each one would have something but fruit root yummy mummy are kind of fruit so i guess they would just have fruit and blueberry the same thing so maybe skittles like fruit snacks them. Or yeah skittles, that'd be yeah, cool yeah, fruit yeah, snacks yeah, fruit snacks yes. skittles yeah i dig it starburst you know (laughs) that's right yeah well that's just a way for our listeners to get to know y'all a little bit better so uh thank you for that but tonight we're here to talk about if you couldn't tell the general mills monster cereals okay the monsters in the mysterious cave the walls are moving we need a light life idea giant Giant monster not that bad Monster Bat Monster Mellows, new in Monster Cereal. The 
Yes. All part of this complete breakfast, and all bathfully gone. Uh, so, guys, what do you remember about the monster cereals? Like, what's your your experience with it? What what's your history with it? Uh, you know, what do you love about them? Chuck, please, you first. And I know your your podcast is not visual, Jerry, but I just want to show you guys real quick if you can kind of see. I've got I'm going to pan down a little bit here to to my Nightmare on Your Street shirt, which has like the oh three. Man, that, that is awesome. awesome. <laughs> I, I need that shirt. That's awesome. I had to. I I ran into this. I think at like Target one year, and I was like, I must have it. So for me, like, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm not old enough to remember when there were just two. So for me, right. it was always there were always three. So it was Count Chocula, who was my favorite, and then because I've always been a vampire and a like a Dracula fan. Same. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, Frankenberry and Booberry were always kind of by his side too. They they gave me like Three Stooges vibes. You know, they were funny. Uh, I loved seeing the commercials, and I could not wait like for these cereals to come out and like get all three and attempt to try to like finish all the boxes. You know what I mean? And you know, as a kid, I kind of remember them being like only like at like maybe the October time. Like this is back in the times like before we could get Halloween decorations in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might want to call that the dark times, probably me and Anthony, before you can get <laughs> yeah. ha- Halloween deco before October. That's I, right. You know, I totally love now that my birthday mid-September, I can get my whole costume. There's a spirit store out. These cereals are out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I've been actually enjoying them for, you know, uh, a little while now. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just I thought it was so cool that there were these like, you know, cartoony like monsters that were obviously plays on the the. um the famous, you know, the universal monsters and they were just, you know, funny and goofy. And then like their cereals, I thought were like delicious. And it was kind Mm -hmm. of in my memory, like the first, you know, like time that there was a seasonal cereal. I don't remember seeing it all the time. Although I think what I read Jerry is that it says at one time they were like year round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They sure were. And I don't know if it was, maybe they were on the shelf and I just ignored them during the rest of the year. But I mean, I was especially amped for them at that time of the year. So, right. Um, I just, you know, always looked forward to them. I remember them going away. And then I remember like getting older and like being like, um, you know, a fan of Pulp Fiction and seeing, you know, the fruit brute, you know, <laughs> fruit um, brute, right? <laughs> at the drug dealer's house, you know, the, the Eric Stoltz drug dealer, you know, that, that, uh, uh, John Travolta visits. And I was like, Oh dang fruit brute. You know what I mean? I thought that was so cool. And that one you couldn't get, you know what I mean? So right. when they all came out again, you know, I purchased them all. I've got, I've kept the boxes cause I'm such a fan. I've got their like, uh, their Funko Pops are really hard to find, but I've got like the little mini like ones that come in a soda can. I've got a couple of those. And uh, if I see like a Pez dispenser of one of them, I'll buy it. I've always just been endeared to the the monster cereals. So um, like I like I said earlier, I thought about the creature one for a while. <laughs> and uh, nice. and I'm sure we'll get to it. But this year, you know, we got a, a new one, a fourth, you know, the first female, you know, Carmela Creeper is out there uh frankenberry's cousin is what i read on the box as i was enjoying right. <laughs> during saturday morning cartoons that i was playing myself but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah these are just like when you you know sometimes jerry you throw topics at me you know you softball them to me and i'm kind of like Ugh, i don't want to screw it up but this one i was like i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> what about you anthony I don't remember a time in my life without the monster the serial monsters um it's funny because we've talked about Jerry, I think on both of our shows, uh, Totally Records is into the podcast, how the universal monsters in a lot of ways are gateway horror for people. Mm-hmm. But but it, 
as silly as it sounds, those serial monsters are gateway to the gateway horror. <laughs> um, especially, Easy especially, win, yeah. yeah, especially for the really young kids. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they were just always there. Um, I, I will admit, I didn't eat a lot of it when I was younger as a kid. My parents had a thing against the sugary cereal, you know, they were more right. of a Cheerios household, but uh, you know, anytime I was at a friend's, and then especially as I got older, like. Every season they hit the shelves, I'd be, I still stock up every year. And it's not, um, you know, they're usually one of the first things that go on the store, on the shelves and stores at Target every freaking July or August at this point, which I love. And that's how you know, oh, Halloween is around the corner. It's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's the candles and the cereal monsters. And, uh, you know, their reaches really, they are, they're, the cereal's not only so popular, and iconic it, they've spawned i mean fruit snacks i bought a jumbo box of the monster fruit snacks today where they're all shaped like the cereal monsters that's cool they have the bars like granola bars but like count charcula frankenberry like they've spawned i mean they have the pre-made sugar cookies now with frankenberry and count chocular on it you just cut it up and put them on the you know like the pillsbury sugar cookies oh, so nice. they have um infiltrated other parts of pop culture I have all five of them here on my desk. Oh, cool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the only one I am missing is the newest one this year. Um, Carmela, not Reaper. sure of her name. Creeper. Carmela Reaper. Creeper. Yeah, Creeper. Creeper, yeah. Um, who I'm sure <laughs> they'll release at some point. But uh right. yeah, I mean, they're such a con- they're such an iconic part of the fall halloween season and i'm sure we'll get into this later on but it astounds me that there has never been a crossover tv special featuring all of them given how popular uh you know charlie brown halloween it's a great pumpkin charlie brown is every year yeah exactly why haven't they capitalized on this is like the perfect opportunity they have these cartoony monster characters that would have been a great halloween special and then if it was a success, they could have done a Christmas special as well. Mm-hmm. The fact that they haven't just shows what little foresight or forethought these uh, these folks have at these companies. Because this was like a no-brainer. Like literally just put yeah. these characters in a cartoon, like Hanna-Barbera style. And it would have been a hit, like the Drac Pack, you know. Um, that totally. would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, Chuck. I was just going to say, it also astounds me. It took, what, last year, two years ago, to put them all in the same cereal for the first time? The Monster <laughs> yeah, Mash yeah. yeah, something that Monster we'd all Mash. been doing since we were we were kids, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> I've long heard the criticism that they're like, they taste the same. I mean, except for Count Chocolate, but I was like, say what you will, but they don't taste the same. <laughs> then Monster Mash comes out, and I'm like, all right, they a little taste the same. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to just uh, add on to what you guys were saying, you know, talking Hanna-Barbera, it seems like Scooby-Doo is the natural, you know, mm-hmm. like t- team up there. Like, why have we not had that? They, I mean, I think at this point, you know, uh, the Scooby-Doo gang has teamed up with just about everybody, but we haven't done a monster <laughs> serial crossover. So it's overdue. We're overdue for a really great Halloween special. I think they're, you know, uh, Drac, you know, Count Chocula has been trying to get to Hollywood based on the commercials since the seventies. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's overdue for his big break. Just can't catch his break, man. <laughs> Seriously, man. 
Chuck, how is it in the 70s when Scooby-Doo was crossing over with the Globetrotters and Batman and everyone on their TV exactly. show? They didn't Every put the monsters one. in there. Phyllis Diller. <laughs> Laurel and Hardy are there, right? Like, they've got literally everybody. The Three Stooges, but not the monster serial gang. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, And I'm right there with you guys. This Count Ch- uh, Same thing, Chuck. I've always preferred Dracula over all the Universal Monsters. Um He's always been my favorite. So when Count Chocula, one, I love chocolate more than just about anything else that's sweet. Uh, (laughs) And then two, you know, he's a vampire. Uh, He was like a a riff on Dracula. So of course he's like my all-time favorite. And like, I always loved the cereal. Of course, it's a pure sugar. So of course, why wouldn't I? But then, Uh you know, I liked I like strawberry. So um, the Frankenberry was good. Booberry is definitely not my favorite. Uh, like out of all of them, I think that's the one I like the least. But I, Fruity Yummy Mummy, Fruit Brute, like all those guys were just, they were fantastic cereals. And same thing, you knew when you saw it in stores that it was uh, it, it was time for the season. And sure enough, in college, you better believe that I had bowls of ramen because I was broke. But also I had bowls of <laughs> Count Chocula sitting there. <laughs> I, I- Okay, so I guess uh, I I assumed you were going to talk about this later, but for all revealing our go favorite cereal, yeah, mine go for was it, go for it. mine. I'll be the odd one out. Was actually a uh, Franken, uh, not Frankenberry, um, fruit fruit. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah I think I he like is underrated, fruit. and I think it's a shame that I mean, this year he's not out. Like, he's not out every year, like uh, the big three. No, I no. gotta agree with you, uh, Anthony, because fruit fruit to me tastes kind of like a, a creamsicle. Uh, yeah. I thought, and I was like, man, what I barely got to taste it when it got reissued. And I was like, man, this one is like super amazing. And then mm-hmm. I had had Give Me Mommy before, like in the 80s, but I hadn't had it since the reissue. And then when I hit that one, it gave me like shades of like the Super Mario cereal uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that came with like the link, ba- the bag of, of, you know, Zelda, the Zelda bag. And then it had the Mario bag. And I was like, oh my gosh, this one is like really like hitting that, you know, that memory there. Uh, but Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy to me were extremely tasty. I don't know if it was because they were like harder to find. So in my, you know, my memory has <laughs> made them tastier, right, but ta- I, I, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, and Yummy Mummy came out. I mean, it was a few couple of years before you, Anthony, uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, it came out in the late eighties. It was, it was what, like 87, 88. So that one, I remember seeing the commercials. I remember the very first, uh, the first time I saw it in stores, it was like, Whoa, there's a mummy now. I thought it was a cool yeah. thing. Cause I wasn't allowed to watch like scary movies, except I could watch the old, um, universal studios monsters. So the right. Boris Karloff's, the Bella Lugosi's, I saw all of those, you know, uh, um, what's it? not Larry Tabbitt? That's his real name. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Like all mm-hmm. those. And so I was like just super psyched when it came out. And I I feel like the fact that you're right, that we don't have it all the time is is kind of a negative. But I don't know if it's just they don't sell as well or they just don't have the same the quite the same recognition as the big three. Um, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I, I wish we got them all like every single year that I'd, I'd be super down for that. Totally. I'm actually, yeah, I'm with you, Jerry. I wish we got them all every single year, but at the same time, I'm glad that they went from, um, uh, what was I going to say? Sorry. They went from being an all year thing to just a fall thing. Cause it makes them feel more special that way. Well, that's, that's true as well. Now I, I really, yeah. I really did like being able to have count Chocula whenever. Um, <laughs> but you, I, <laughs> 
I get it. It's like there's definitely a different feel when when it is only released, you know, in the and fall. it's interesting. Yeah, no, I agree with you guys because uh, you know it's funny. Like it's kind of like I was listening to Anthony's story about not being able to have that as a kid. I was thinking to myself, oh, I imagine as as an adult, Anthony probably went hog wild and just was like, I'm going to get all the Captain Crunch and tricks and fruit loops I want. Because <laughs> I felt like that too. Like my parents didn't really deny me stuff. It was just that like you know they were broke, so it was like you know we didn't we got bag cereal and you know oh, yeah. King vitamin yep. and kicks, and it was like man these suck, <laughs> yeah. you know. I know. So when I. <laughs> When I was living on my own and able to buy so I was like, dude, like, there's always going to be Captain Crunch. I was Seinfeldian proportions of cereal <laughs> in my house. Yeah, I, I was like, I've got to have them all. I want 10 boxes all the time. You know what I mean? I want chocolate. I want fruit. I want, you know, and yeah, there was still some probably like, you know, Cheerios in there mixed in every once in a while. But I just, <laughs> uh, I feel like it's such a staple, you know what I mean? Cereal, I can eat it all the time. And, and, uh you know, it's a, a makeup meal for me almost like I can't figure out what to eat. It's late. I don't want something too heavy. Cereal will do. Cereal's um, good, but yeah. you know, you're, it, yeah, but there is something kind of special about only being able to get this one now after like having indulged for years as an adult. <laughs> well, I do want to say, go ahead, oh, go ahead. I just wanted to say just because, um, Chuck brought up captain crunch to go off my point. I made earlier about how iconic these cereals are. Um, None of these other cereals used to do the Halloween version of their limited edition Halloween versions. But now Captain Crunch does. Yeah. Rice Krispie mm-hmm. goes yeah. all orange for Halloween. Uh, yeah. Apple Jacks, they all have a special Halloween theme. And you can trace that directly back to this cereal. Right. I mean, which, yeah. which basically had its origin in, in 1971. And Count Chocula was the first released, followed soon after by Frankenberry. And I think that's why Count Chocula for a long time was just an all year thing because, you know, there it wasn't really just a Halloween tie. And it wasn't until later that they kind of really leaned more into the uh, horror of it, especially in the 80s when they they ran the ads with, uh, you know, the, on the cereal box, they had like the actual Bella Lugosi there with Count Chocula or Boris Karloff with um, with Frankenberry. So let's let's take a watch at some of these here real quick. I want to watch this video. Nothing could tear me away from my Count Chocula cereal. Who's that? Good morning. Real Dracula. For real? May I have some? You can have mine. I'll sink my teeth into what? the delicious chocolatey marshmallows and Count Chocula cereal. Oh, yeah. And it's part of this complete breakfast, too. How about the monster for breakfast today? For real. <laughs> uh, this, this is great. But, like... I just want to say, I had never seen this commercial prior to tonight. Uh, but the fact they put Bella Lugosi's Dracula in a commercial with Count Chocula is everything <laughs> I never knew I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's very meta, right? <laughs> well, so... When Count Chocula was first designed, it was by uh, George Carn, who's a, he's the designed the original Trix Rabbit. But it wasn't until it was around this time, like the mid '80s, where they got a redesign, and that's when he was featured with Count, you know, with the uh, Count Dracula and Bella Lugosi's version. And so his nose got a little thinner and pointier. Um, he slimmed down a little bit. There was more shading. There was more texture in his cloak. Um, just everything about him was just a little more svelte and and bat and vampire like and not so um, Hanna-Barbera-ish 
Yeah, and that's the design we've all known to come and love, right? That's the one that kind of became iconic. Uh, It's funny, that commercial also cements the idea that these monster serials, these characters are harmless. Like, that kind of talk we were terrified of the real Dracula. Uh, And again, (laughs) gateway to the gateway horror, uh, these characters. (laughs) That's a lot of gateways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, so they were the the only two for a while, and then in seventy two, so a whole year later, we got Booberry, and then in seventy what is seventy three, I think is when we got Fruit Brute after that, and Yummy Mummy wasn't released until uh, eighty eight or so, but Fruit Brute was re- excuse me, sorry, Fruit Brute was in seventy four, um, but he was retired in eighty two, so. Like I again, I don't know if it was just sales or they're trying to just streamline their their monster serial line. I, I'm not sure, but now we were when kind he was of retired in when he was retired in '82. Jerry was he only just brought back a few years ago for that anniversary? Like was he out until then? Pretty much, I think. Uh, I think they brought him back a little bit in 2014, maybe, and then he they must left they must have been. I thought he was my favorite, quote unquote favorite. Uh, 2013. Um, sorry, it was 2013 when they came back. Or fruit fruit, and that's when the first time that all five were were available. It was 2013, and they had a, again more redesigns. Because <laughs> you got yeah, that's when fresh. I picked up all the boxes. No, mm-hmm. no, no. That's what's going to say that. And I was thinking maybe Anthony is remembering liking Yummy Mummy because the flavors are kind of they're, similar, they're similar, but not yeah. exactly. So I, I'm thinking maybe that because I agree with what Jerry, what you were saying earlier that. I remember that when the commercials was and being the same way excited, like, oh, wow, a fourth character. Like, that's cool. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, when that one went away, I was like, why did they get rid of the mummy? Like, that one was really good. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it felt like it was kind of the harder one to find as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was only around for like four years. Like, I think in 92, yeah. he was he was gone. You know, he was donezo. But like the 80s were pretty big for them in 83 they had the bigger marshmallows and and so that was mm-hmm. like a huge thing because of course that's like the, the best part right is the marshmallows when you're a kid oh, yeah <laughs> they had the uh the bat marshmallows in 89 plus of course fruit uh excuse me a yummy mummy in uh in 88 i think in 85 they even changed the cereal pieces a little bit to be more like ghost shaped i mean there was mm-hmm. a lot of cool things and over the years of course they had a, a scooby-doo and goosebumps tie-in they also, I really like how, um, I think it was in 2014, they had redesigned by like DC comic artists. Yeah, I saw that. Jim Lee actually did uh, Boo Berry, although it, he totally should have done one of the other two because literally it's just a ghost. Like there's not a whole lot you can do with the ghost and he still looks kind of similar. Uh, he looks more like Casper. <laughs> I'm going to send you now because I am a big fan of Etsy and I turned in serial monsters and I kind of want to like max out my credit card now. But you can't do a lot with Booberry. I really want to uh, look at this cool Booberry custom action figure somebody made. All right. Like just, just this redesign they did. That's pretty freaky. That's pretty cool. Oh, wow. I've got to see. I've got to see this. <laughs> that is cool. That's that cool. cool. I want them to do one for all of them, and then I'd buy the set. <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> well, yeah, but it does make me want, like, I, I wonder if they must have had some sort of constraints, right? Because he's basically, in the redesign, he's basically just the same. He just doesn't have, like, the uh, 
those I don't want to say corrugated, but like the scribbly edges. It's just you know he looks more like Casper the Friendly Ghost. Uh, I yeah. think redesign there, which again is just strange. Although I want to give credit to those other artists though, because the other DC artists that did Booberry and uh, excuse me, Count Chocula and, and Frankenberry looked great. I was like, I hadn't mm-hmm. seen those boxes till the stuff you sent us, Jerry, before the episode, and I was like, wow, where can you find those? They look uh, amazing. The art's really well done. Yep. So it was uh, Terry and Rachel Dodson did Count Chocula. Dave Johnson did Frankenberry, and then of course Jim Lee. So when I thought when I saw Jim Lee, I was like, whoa what i mean like jim lee he's he's known for like his redesigns he did like the greatest cyclops <laughs> uniform ever you know with the the strap and the x right there and uh, oh yeah you know, like what what happened <laughs> but, um it's still great it's it is still great it's jim lee he's an amazing artist but it, it just makes me wish like what could he have done and was he given any kind of constraints like no it's still got to look like a like just a ghost guy um, cause that figure that you sent Anthony, you can really see the redesign there. And I think if he had like had his own yeah. comic and, and That's a great looking figure, I, I wish Anthony wouldn't send me that. Cause now I have to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> I agree. I'll wait till the set's out and then I'll, I'll pick up a set. <laughs> Let's try to get a group rate guys. Can you be like, Hey guys, we're going to buy three. Can you give us can a you, can, Yeah. Can you lower <laughs> it down a bit? <laughs> well, it's fu- it's funny, um, Jerry, you just mentioned if he had his own comic, there is actually, and I want to get you guys on a Patreon episode of just a podcast to cover this in October, if we can, if you get if we can get our hands on this one way or another, however you want to get your hands on it. But uh, <laughs> re- released on October 10th, there's a comic called Serial coming out. And the it's mm. like individual tales of like serial mascots, like Count Chocula, Fruit, uh, Captain Crunch, like they're all redesigned. They all look like a serious take on them. And uh, I just sent you guys a link if you want to check out like the little artwork there. But <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that looks incredible. If there's one thing we didn't that we hadn't done serious yet, right? We talk about you know Hollywood being out of ideas. We haven't made serial serious yet and dark. Can we get Zack Snyder to direct the movie version? <laughs> no, please, no. I'll, I'd rather take Guillermo del Toro. Like, uh, be, I will, I will take you know that man's work on anything any day. Let that man, yes, let you, that man do it. Guillermo del Toro. I, it would just, it would be like that'd be, it'd be, all, I'd be all in on that. Oh man, um, yeah. So we get, over the years, we've gotten a lot of cool stuff with these monsters. There have been some great commercials as well. The um, I did want to say real quick about the monsters too. Like Mm -hmm. the box art. So I know somebody who actually has framed, like cut and framed the five boxes and have them in his kitchen wall, along with the plastic masks of each. And he has to ask kitchen decor, and I'm like, that's freaking awesome. That's super cool. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. If you guys ever get a chance, look at a website called Retro Gogo. If you haven't already looked at it, uh, okay. but that's where you, you can get like the masks, like that are like it's like a huge plastic mask. It almost looks like a kind of like, like the old costumes you used to get in the box with like the cellophane. Front. Oh but, yeah, but it's oh yeah, yeah. It's all three of the monsters. You can get them, and they're like that size where you can hang them on your wall. They've got patches. They've got. Um, you know, other little, they've got, a, they've got a bunch of other, you know, uh, retro monster stuff, but they've got a little section dedicated to the monster cereals. You can get like lapel pins, you know, like, so, you know, it's a little pricey, but for me, stuff like that is like, I would definitely, you know, double down right. on all of it. <laughs> for real, for real. 
Um, so like I mentioned, Fruity Yummy Mummy was introduced in 88. Now I want to play this commercial here so we can see Frankenstein, not Frankenstein, Frankenberry and um, Count Chocula's reaction to this brand new cereal here. <laughs> Count Chocula and Frankenberry meet the Fruity Yummy Mummy. Have a bite. <laughs> it's new fruity yummy mummy cereal. Big yummy marshmallows. So monstrously big there. Monster mellows. With yummy mummy monster mellows. Fruity yummy mummy makes your tummy go yummy. <laughs> monster mellows in Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and now new fruity yummy mummy cereal. Part of this complete breakfast. Makes your tummy go yummy. <laughs> Why did yummy mummy sound like Harvey Fires? <laughs> <laughs> he totally and the did. Song was, the song was also a banger. It was a banger right there. I was I was jiving with it as it was playing. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, mummy, makes your tummy go yummy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's funny. <laughs> uh, it's so good. But they've had all sorts of tie-ins. They had okay. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but they even had in 1979. They released a set of flexi discs. And they had like adventures. And th- I mean, that's just like a, a whole nother thing there on these on these flexi discs. Like there's a Count Chocula goes to Hollywood. There's a, the monsters go disco. I mean, there's there's like some some crazy things going on here. So I want to play a little bit of this just so you can kind of get a vibe. And yes, it does sound very 70s. So, uh, you know, just just take that in stride. <laughs> The Monster Cereals, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry present Count Chocula Goes to Hollywood. And they even have the organ as if it's like a 1930s Welcome to Monster cereal. Mansion, where Frankenberry, Booberry, and Count Chocula anxiously await the arrival of the mailman. Count Chocula has entered the Monster Lookalike contest in Hollywood, where the winner will appear in the TV Western Haunted House on the Range. If I win the contest, Frankenberry, I'll go to Hollywood and become a star. I am tired of being just another plain old monster. Why should you win, Count Chocula? Because I look just like my great-great-uncle Drac from Transylvania. Oh, okay. So the, according to uh, this, his great-great-uncle is <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> why uh, Why does Frankenberry... That was not the voice I was expecting for Frankenberry. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, and the uh, uh, the blueberry voice. I know we're gonna hear it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Jer. No, it's okay. Go ahead. But uh, he's gonna sound like uh, I do not know the name of the Hollywood actor, but they would always do the guy with like the sleepy eyes and like the Peter Lorre. Peter yeah. Lorre, yes, and he was always like a like a like an Igor type character or whatever. So I had forgot that too until I started hearing the Booberry character. I was like, oh, that's who he sounds like. <laughs> Let's see if I can find Booberry really quick, just so we can hear. He was bitten by the acting bug and became a star. Have you ever seen him, Booberry? Oh yes, I always enjoy seeing his movies on TV. They're so frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he definitely it's Peter Laurie that he's trying to emulate. And Frankenberry is trying to be Boris Karloff, but Boris Karloff is a hard voice. So yeah. uh, I'll give credit to the actor for trying. <laughs> 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 this, this poor guy. <laughs> this, this poor guy. Yeah. Totally red. Oh, wow. 
So Anthony just sent us a picture and it's, I like, I need this. It's, it's a, it's a poster, 15 bucks on Etsy. And it's got the, uh, the main, well, it's missing oh. fruity, yummy, mummy, but it's got, uh, Chocula, you know, Count Chocula, it's got Frankenberry, Booberry, and Fruit Brute, and they're standing in front of the pails from the McDonald's uh, Happy Meal pails, the witch, the pumpkin, and the ghost. And below them are the McNuggets in their in their costumes. <laughs> it's that's it's amazing. It. And, <laughs> yeah. that, and then they have Snoopy in the corner Every- and the trick-or-treat chip and da- uh duck. And- oh wow, I didn't even catch that. That's cool. Yeah, that's a hundred percent add to cart right there. Wait a minute. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what one more unnecessary discussion to have with a significant other? She's like, why? <laughs> why are you framing that? <laughs> why are you hanging that up? <laughs> oh man, that is super cool. Like, like the artist is yeah, that's excellent. That's very yeah, yeah very talented. Um, and yeah, I also need this. So shout out to uh, Whit Graphics <laughs> there. Yes, yes, oh, and I love man. how they they the art got the real you know McDonald's uh, buckets, not that trash that came out recently. That was like, what is this? Why can't you just copy the old mold? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been some interesting uh, takes on these guys, but. You can see over the years they've had a lot of different things. They've had uh, like like bubbles, uh, like a bubble launcher or something. I think was was one of the toys. It's it's like a bubble offer. They've had just really cool commercials, and um, I don't know. I just I every time I see it, especially from the eighties, that redesign because originally like Frank uh, Frankenberry, he has more of like a uh, Fred. Are you on a first? Are you on a first name basis with him, calling him Frank? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he, he told me call him Frank. <laughs> uh, but like Frankenberry, like he had more like that Fred Flintstone kind of mouth, a uh, side mouth that they have. Um, his nose was a little bit bigger and pudgier, and so they kind of streamlined that a bit. But I, I love his whole demeanor because he's pink, you know, because he's strawberry fa- flavored. But then his outfit is like uh, more of a hot pink. And he's got chain suspenders, which I thought was always a cool little gag. He looks very steampunk. Like he has the uh, yeah 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 he has a clock coming out of one side of his head and like the old choo choo type horn like coming out of the other side of the head. <laughs> but I dig it. I dig <laughs> it so much. <laughs> and then Count Chocula, of course, he's he has a really cool look. He's got I don't even know how you would describe his hair. It's uh, <laughs> it's not quite Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, but it's it's like a streamlined version. Okay, this does remind me though. Which vampire do you prefer? Which cartoon vampire, Count Chocula or Count Blood Count from Looney Tunes? Count Blood Count from Looney Tunes. What would I? What I, I don't can't think if I can visualize. Focus, focus. Now I crush you. He's the uh, the Haber Cadabra Hocus Pocus guy. He has a oh, oh, hat. Oh, oh, yes, that guy. Uh, oh no, <laughs> Count Chocula definitely. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely way cooler than that guy. Doesn't Bug slam a brick on him and he's he like does. that? And like, <laughs> yeah, he lifts up. That he lifts up a, a basically. Yeah, it's a big stone tile. He's gonna crush bugs with, and then he says the magic words and turns it to a bat. And it's too heavy for him, so it crushes him. <laughs> right, and, <laughs> and that happens you know, a few times. Bugs, bugs is hitting him with the abracapocus and the pocus cadabra, <laughs> and I'm like, that's right. And then he turns. That guy clearly wasn't ready. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> I'm going to have to go count Chocula. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think uh, as far as cool factor, it's got to be count Chocula. Uh, for comedic value, yeah, definitely count blood count. But uh, it always bothered me that count blood count didn't have like sharp pointy teeth. And while count Chocula really doesn't either, he's got like these buck teeth that kind of. They, they look like Bugs kind, Bunny teeth. They do look like <laughs> Bugs Bunny teeth, but they are a little bit more um, wedge shaped. And so I always got more of a fang vibe from that than I did from uh, from Count Blood Count. <laughs> well, it's interesting how his are right in the front too, right? The Count Chocula, it's very, it's very like um, like Nosferatu, uh, the vampires from uh, Salem's Lot, right? Right, yeah. like that that Nosferatu type. Well, yeah, and yeah. Count Orlock, right? Yeah, Orlock, exactly. But yes, which is kind of creepy. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite. Of course, I like. Uh, uh bella lugosi and then uh christopher lee when he was dracula you know there's they have the big canines that just come down that classic vampire but you're right there is something more i don't know if off-putting is the right word it's just a it's a little more terrifying seeing just those two front teeth uh and i don't know why maybe it's because it's more unnatural we're used to seeing like pointy canines even on regular people you know sometimes their canines are a little bit um pointier but seeing those two front teeth just sharp and and long and uh it, it's it is definitely more disturbing um as well you're but, totally right jay i think like yeah. when it comes to it comes uh down to kind of sometimes the vampire is very romantic and they can be handsome and they can be charming and so you know when you see those fangs that we're kind of prefer uh as opposed to these you know uh you know, Count Orlock and, and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, the Salem's Lot vampires, they're much more terrifying. It's a much more scary version of the vampire. You might want to get bit by, you know, Bella Lugosi, but you don't want to get bit by one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd feel like it just feels like it's going to be worse. <laughs> now, on Count Chocula's design, mm-hmm. just to move away from the teeth for a second, is that a headpiece or his hair? I thought it was, I always thought it was his hair. Yeah, I think hair too, also. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. But it does, I mean, I could see, like, I always thought, you know, because it's designed in the 70s, I always thought it was long sideburns. Because if you look at the original design, they seem like like they're just like big old mutton chops, you know, and then he's got yeah. his, <laughs> his little, his pointy things there. <laughs> and then, but when you look into the 80s version, I can definitely see how it would, it looks more like a headpiece, almost like a, um, What's her name? Uh, Maleficent, almost like a Maleficent yeah, kind of headpiece, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Fruity Yummy Mummy, of course, just has like a purple, pink, orange, yellowy kind of uh, bandages that he was rolled in. Fruit sounds fruit. like Harvey Firestein. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm. That's all I'm ever gonna hear from now on. <laughs> fruit Brute was also odd because. Uh, he was, you know, he was a werewolf. He's fully werewolfed, but like he's got these suspenders that are like uh, hot pink and orange and like a lime green. 
And it just every time I saw it, I always thought, why, why suspenders? Like, like just go with like a a tattered shirt and like some torn jeans, like a Wolfman, you know, like in the Monster Squad. I think that was the other thing. I always like wanted a cool Monster Squad like movie with these uh with these characters here i think the serial monsters in a monster squad version would be awesome yes 100 percent agree with you <laughs> i'm in for it it sounds like it'd be great i'd watch that right I can, yeah i can't see uh count chocula being a mastermind behind <laughs> everyone <laughs> like uh dracula was but hey you know <laughs> I was going to just say, I think that in the script, we've got to have it where like they're kind of like pawns of the like real monsters and they're being used to, I don't know, somehow manipulate, you know, kids or whatever the case may be only to, you know, midway through, they realize they're, they're not these evil, terrible monsters and eventually fight on the side of good. I could see something like that happening. And then they have to be like the underdogs, like Count Chocula versus Count Dracula. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm in on that. Great, great uncle. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm into that too. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or make them them like a superhero team. Like, uh, I don't know. There's, um, because I think there's one where they go into space. But Captain Crunch being the Nick Fury, I'm putting together a special <laughs> team. <laughs> you know, I think that could be fun. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, it's it's uh they're just together to fight. I don't know, it could be anything really. Uh, uh Captain Crunch fought the Sogmaster, bring him back. The Sogmaster could be the villain that they have to defeat. I don't know. <laughs> in, in all in 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 all seriousness, mm-hmm. uh with all the universes we're getting now with Mattel digging through their line with the success of Barbie to make more movies based on their toys. Right. I'm surprised given all the popular serial mascots there are from Toucan Sam, the monsters, Captain Crunch, the Rice Krispie guys, why the bee from the Cheerios. I'm surprised they haven't tried to dig into those properties yet and do a movie. It's just I'm a matter of time. I think it is too. <laughs> I think it is too. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. We saw Sandler had success with Hotel Transylvania, right? So, I mean, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason to not. Uh, let's I'd say they should do it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like like you could literally swap out any of those characters from Hotel Transylvania with these guys. And yep. it would have been and I like Hotel Transylvania, but I think it would have been like, like up a notch for me. You know, <laughs> I think right, it would have right. made more Absolutely. money, honestly, just in the nostalgia factor from everyone from the 70s, 80s, 90s grew up the serials like the adults would have been more likely to see it if those were the serial monsters. <laughs> OK, so so we heard uh, Chuck's pitch for a, a Halloween special. What about you, Anthony? What's what's your pitch? Oh, he he went a lot darker than I would have thought to go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was thinking something more of more the lines of, uh, you know, Charlie Brown Garfield's (laughs) animated half an hour special where uh, that's what I was thinking, too. (laughs) Maybe they all live in a live in that spooky, ominous house at the end of the street and kids are afraid to go trick or treating there. Because of the weirdos who live there, only to find out that these bumbling, you know, monsters and, you know, they all come together at the end and have a party or something like, you know, some typical 80s cheese. No, real quick. Just say that sounds like a lot of fun. Anthony. that sounds like a better version of the recent monsters we got. So I would much rather see that. (laughs) Yeah, that's. 
Sorry, that, Rob Zombie, but that was it hard was to not watch. That good. It was hard to watch. <laughs> I, I still haven't finished it. I was like, I'll, I'll watch this later, and I still haven't finished it. But you know, we haven't who we haven't gotten besides the Gill Man. We haven't gotten like a witch. Wait, because there was no Universal Monster. Oh, it's true. Nice. Or what, what about the Bride of Frankenstein? We haven't gotten. I guess Carmela Creeper's kind of like a bride in her design. I thought she was more like she looked more like the Gill Man. She's a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Carmela yeah. Creeper's a, a zombie, it says. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. kind of goes more hand in hand with like a Frankenstein so reanimated right. corpse type thing. But yeah, it was kind of interesting that they went zombie before like the bride or, uh, uh you know, the gill man. Well, or, or like you guys said, a witch. A witch is a pretty classic, iconic Halloween character. She mm-hmm. is related to Frankenberry, to your point, according to the ser- the website. Yeah, it's like his cousin, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I must ask you, Chuck, I asked Jerry offline, had he tried Carmella Creeper yet? He said no. Have you tried it yet, Chuck? Yes, I have. Uh, I forgot who posted it up somewhere, but they it, it's a and she came in a four-pack at Sam's, Sam's Club, so I went out there and bought the four-pack because I was like, well, I'll eat this over the next couple of months. Um, <laughs> right. And it was not that great. It, it was not, it was not <laughs> that great, guys, because... That's, that's what Anthony said, too. Yeah. That's what I said, too. <laughs> yeah. The flavor profile, I think, is caramel, which is not not banging. Yeah. They should have kept it with, like, fruit or even made it taste like one of the other ones because I was like, caramel, you guys are trying to do too much. I was like. <laughs> well, and I was telling him, why not just make it Apple Jacks? You know, I was like, because he said it was caramel apple. And I said, well, they, they could have done, like, an apple cinnamon thing, and, and that would have been pretty tasty and no. fall related. Exactly. That's what. That's exactly why I thought of that for uh, the creature, like creature. Right. Again, my my pitch here to general is for creature crunch. Uh, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> well, you you yeah. don't want a fish flavored cereal. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean that that, <laughs> that would have been interesting, or or uh, lake lake water, lagoon water, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, guys. What, what about this? What about whatever dye they use turns your milk, you know, like black, like a black lagoon. Oh, there you go. Okay. I'd be less inclined to eat it then. <laughs> well, or if maybe not black, maybe just, uh, you know, like chocolatey, you know, sometimes when you're eating those and, and all of a sudden your milk just starts turning chocolatey as well. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'd be into that. I mean, that's still, uh, or green, something green. I don't know, but uh, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I could also, Jerry, not to, uh, to go back to the pitch idea, I could really see something like the night. Uh, Dracula saved Halloween with these guys. <laughs> yeah, where like, uh, maybe uh, Count Chocula is acting petulant, and they need to get him to agree to do something for Halloween to happen. And I could see something <laughs> but, goofy like that. But he's just waiting on a call from his agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! They can make fun of the fact that Fruit Roots not out every year. Like he's like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not out every year. You guys don't give me the publicity. These guys. <laughs> Hey, I'm retired. You're not getting me to come out of retirement. <laughs> I think I'm it's in- the fact too that you know, poor fruit brute. He's a werewolf, but they just call him a brute. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just bad. He's got a bad PR guy. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, they just didn't come up with a good name for him. Really, <laughs> you could you could see him when they're trying to get to him in his home. He has like a Thanksgiving feast on his table and like a Santa hat on. Like he's just over Halloween. <laughs> He's, he's not into fun. it at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, like there's 
There's a special. Yeah, there we go. I think the three of us need to do a YouTube or like probably a TikTok would be the way to go now of being the General Mills executives. You know, the, the date comes up in the background and we're like, what rhymes with werewolf? And we're, we're just like, you know, they, we can't come up with anything. And then we're like, fruit brute. That'll, that'll, that'll do. Make him a werewolf. Fruit brute. It's good enough. You know, because brutes and werewolves just often are confused for one another. Pencil it in. We'll change it later. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm... And so on this note, uh, it's time for us to play. Shall we play a game? So this is a segment do that I do sporadically. Play a game? <laughs> <laughs> this is a segment I've done sporadically uh, <laughs> throughout this year, where I had an AI generate a script for us. None of us have ever seen this, and we're gonna do a reading. So there's two little small scripts here. One of them is a for a Halloween special. The other one is for a Christmas special. So. Because I know your favorite uh, of Chuck was also Count Chocula. I'll alternate with you. So for the Halloween one, why don't you be Count Chocula and I'll be Booberry? No, no, Jerry. Let me let me stick with Booberry because I was already getting my lines ready. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> my voice my voice ready for for Booberry. <laughs> okay, all right. That's fine. That's fine. All right. So I'll do the. Uh, we've never seen this. this. Is the first time we're reading it, and so um, it starts it off. The title is called a Fantastic Halloween Bash. All right. Uh, interior, Count Chocula's haunted mansion, living room at night. The scene is set in Count Chocula's opulent yet spooky living room adorned with cobwebs, candles, and eerie decorations. Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry are all dressed in Halloween costumes. <laughs> I wonder what they are. Uh, eagerly <laughs> They're dressed they like are... Jerry, Anthony, and... <laughs> <laughs> each other they're probably dressed like each other <laughs> oh yeah i like that count chocula's dressed as a uh, booberry uh booberry's dressed as frank and frank's dressed as count chocula <laughs> or the other <laughs> way around something uh but okay they're eagerly eagerly preparing for their halloween bash all right <clears throat> so i'm count chocula and uh, anthony you'll be frankenberry and chuck you'll be booberry all right Ah, oh, my friends tonight is the night the spookiest soiree of the year. I can hardly contain my bolts of excitement, Count. Ooh, I'm already having a ghostly good time. <laughs> that, was, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> they hear the doorbell ring and Count Chocula opens the door to reveal a group of monster guests. Yummy Mummy, Fruit Fruit, and Carmela Creeper. Welcome, dear guests. Come in, come in. We have a fantastic evening planned. The guest center and the party begins with eerie music playing in the background. Everyone starts dancing the Monster Mash, including Yummy Mummy, who impresses with some impressive bandage-twisting moves. You really know how to wrap up the dance floor. Woohoo! I'm spinning with spectral delight. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at that, but the script is terrible. As, <laughs> as the night continues, they all gather around a cauldron filled with a bubbling punch. Raise your goblets, my monstrous companions, to a night of wicked fun. They clink their goblets together. Count your punches to die for! Why, thank you, Carmela. It's my secret recipe. Choco Booberry Brew. And the snacks, Count. What have you prepared? <laughs> Count Chocula unveils a tray of chocolate-covered strawberries. My favorite, chocolate-covered fangberries. <laughs> And I thought I was the only one with a berry twist. It's <laughs> awful. You were so good at it. <laughs> right? <laughs> the party continues with more dancing, laughter, and ghostly pranks by Booberry. As the night winds <laughs> ghostly pranks by Booberry. As the night winds down, they gather for a group photo. 
account. This has been electrifyingly fun. Time for a special selfie. <laughs> they all squeeze together for a selfie, capturing their monstrous joy. Indeed, my friends, a Halloween to remember. As the clock strikes midnight, the guests bid their spooky farewells, leaving the trio to reflect on their fantastic night. Fade out. <laughs> that was... And, th- and this is where Fruit Fruit writes his agent and say, you have me for a cameo appearance and I don't get a line and you expect me to save Halloween. <laughs> this was okay. This is not. And this I, is definitely, I killed the line too. It was spectral, not special. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Chuck. That was a fantastic blueberry. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I, I, would, I, I would I would like to blame the commercials from the 70s and 80s for making Frankenberry <laughs> British for some reason. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, so uh we'll do one more here. It's the monster carolers and Santa's surprise. This is a, a Christmas special here. So interior. Count Chocula's Haunted Mansion, Living Room, Christmas Eve. The scene is set in Count Chocula's lavishly decorated living room. Oh, wait, this sounds familiar. Festival <laughs> adorned with eerie Christmas decorations. Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry are dressed in their holiday best, complete with Santa hats, ready for some Christmas caroling. All oh. right, so I'm raising a chocolate-covered candy cane. To spreading holiday cheer, my friends, let's go caroling. I hope they appreciate our frankentastic voices. <laughs> and some beautiful harmonies. <laughs> they, grab their, they grab their songbooks and head out the front door where the snowy night awaits. They start singing Christmas carols, but their monster voices make the songs <laughs> delightfully spooky. Oh, oh good, now we gotta sing. Deck the halls with boughs of cocoa. Frank. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster we will go I don't know what I'm doing or what voice that was <laughs> spooky spirits haunt the night tis the season for a fright <laughs> it's so good at that as they continue to sing they approach a cozy snowy village to their surprise Santa Claus is standing on a street corner ringing a bell next to a charity donation bucket Oh, well, 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 what have we here? Santa Claus, we're just spreading some fantastic Christmas cheer. And maybe a little frankentastic twist. I don't know why my voice changed that way there. I must say, your voices are unlike any I've heard before. How about you sing a carol for me? Oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> In his sleigh without a sound. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for some candy if you could. Santa Claus bursts into laughter, thoroughly entertained by their monster caroling. Oh, 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 bravo. That was brutally spooky and fun. And as a token of my appreciation. Santa Claus reaches into his sack and pulls out three small wrapped presents. For the monster carolers. Oh, thank you, Santa. A fantastic surprise. Horrific. Thank you, Santa. Santa Claus bids them farewell as they continue caroling through the snowy village, spreading their unique brand of holiday cheer. The villagers join in the fun, and soon the entire town is singing along with the merry monsters. Fade out. 
<laughs> Man. <laughs> Can we just give the gag the spoon fries to Chuck? To I, know, I was thinking the same. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, that is so good. Uh, I think I want that as like my ringtone whenever <laughs> whatever Chuck calls me. <laughs> I'm available for cameo guy if y'all need me. You guys need me. Uh, Chuck needs to release a whole holiday album as Booberry. As Booberry. <laughs> I gotta say, guys, I think that the Peter Lorre one is pretty easy. You guys could have probably nailed it too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> and, and and say what you will, Jerry, about the AI writing, okay? Because I was now I'm really looking. I want to see both of those now. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm all into it. I'm like, I need more. <laughs> well, I mean, the AI. I, I think that I think that lot. just goes to show. And I know you were being like facetious there, but I think that goes to show the, that we're starved for the content. Like how right. they haven't done these guys in a special yet. Right. It, yeah. It's just it's unfathomable. And I think the Christmas one was, you know, slightly better than the uh, <laughs> I agree. Than the first one. I was like, hey, this is pretty good. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, <laughs> yeah, that was just something. I, there's been some cool stuff uh, serial wise. You know, we got the bat marshmallows. We got the uh, the, the fun shapes, the, the ghost shapes. Uh, but, yeah, we're just missing that last piece, which is the you know the the tv or the the special or the movie part of it and i agree i think if they had played their cards right they could have gotten it out in you know maybe uh the late 70s early 80s and i think it would have been a hit and uh, it's possible that they probably would have been one depending of course on how good it was that would played every year because it coincides with the release of their serials every year so I feel like it's they're just sitting on a pile of money waiting to happen. It's money lost at this point. Agreed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't know if General Mills has like a hand in in any type of studio or anything. And I don't even know who would do this right now. You guys would be the experts on like what recently done Christmas special was done right. But I mean, man, I think it's it's like you guys said, they're we're starved for the content. I feel like, you know, as Jerry was reading, I can see their, you know, the way the characters look, I can hear their voices. You know, it's already done for you. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. little to do just to make it a 30 minute banger that we would be looking forward to as much as Rudolph or Frosty. Mm-hmm. So, before we get into this final section here, I want to play just two more commercials. There's this one here from 1984. Frank and Betty said is coming your way. How about a monster for breakfast today? They all ran away without having my Frankenberry cereal, the cereal with oodles and oodles of strawberry-flavored marshmallows. Wow! And Frankenberry's part of this good, nutritious breakfast. And remember to count chocolate. Go away. How about a monster for breakfast today? Like, that, that could have been their theme song. Yeah. No, totally. And what was cool, too, is that in that one, you know, they still be the count comes out at the end to make mention of himself and the count chocula cereal and <laughs> well, in the previous, in the previous count chocula commercial, I think that you had sent us Jerry Frankenberry does the same thing. He comes out from like behind a wall and it's like, and also there's Frankenberry. So it's like, you know, it was already kind of cleverly written. It almost feels like the commercial people were like doing it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So again, and I know we've, we've kind of hammered this throughout the whole thing, but it's just, it's unbelievable that they didn't actually do it. So I want to play one more. This will be the last one, and then we'll um, we'll we'll end it off here, but this is a Booberry commercial. 
let's gather round for a ghoulish ghost story. Did someone say ghost? It's Blueberry! Bringing you my hauntingly delicious cereal with no, that's not Chuck. flavor and tasty marshmallows. I love Blueberry! <laughs> Silence, Blueberry! Kids love my delicious cow chocula with chocolatey flavor and tasty marshmallows. It's chocolatey terrific! Says who? Cow chocula! Blueberry! <laughs> you can enjoy a good nutritious breakfast with Blueberry! Cow chocula! <laughs> I, I was like listening to Chuck, so I'm glad that you uh, <laughs> clarify there, Jerry. I do. I do have to give a call out our uh, good friend Mike Westfall of Advent Calendar House. He is not a Booberry fan. No, he's not. He's or the he's, cereal. He's mentioned several times that he's not. And and I I get it. I'm not really a blue a Booberry fan either. Um, I do like blueberry favorite flavored things, but uh, Booberry out of all of them I, is definitely my least favorite. So, um, I mean, I'll eat it, but it's definitely my least favorite. <laughs> I'll make you change your mind, Jerry T. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the character. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, guys, what would you say would be your hap, hap, happiest memory or moment with, uh, <laughs> with these cereals here? If you could think of one in particular. I can. I'll go first, Anthony, while you think. <laughs> Uh, I guess it was back when you said, Jerry, was it 2013 when like a uh, fruit brute came back out and so did yummy mummy and target specifically put them in the retro boxes. I went, I bought them all. I actually have a picture that comes up in my Facebook memories, like every, I guess every year, uh, at this time. And it's, uh, I have all five boxes posed on the table. I've got a bowl of yummy mummy poured and I took a picture of it. Cause I was like, this is like, I got to have a piece of childhood back. And it's so funny because at the time I was living with my cousin, uh, it's actually, you know, my podcast partner, double uh, uh, a, his, uh, his uh, older brother, I uh, was living in his house, which was like an older seventies house. So it was so crazy. He had this back bay window with like a breakfast nook and it had like the old wood paneling. So it looks so retro <laughs> with the retro boxes. And I was just like, it was just like a great, you know, morning of like having, you know, I felt like I had, you know, five old friends back in, you know, in the in town, you know, for the season and and a bowl of yummy mummy. And it was uh, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. I get a little choked up thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right. On. What about you, Anthony? Um, well, it's hard to pick just one. So I'll say uh, one of my happiest ones every year is that first time you walk into a Target in July, late July, early August, and you see the monsters mm-hmm. are back mm-hmm. for the year because I get it. It fills my heart with joy to see them. It means fall's coming. It means Halloween's coming. And it's just a, I don't know, there's something so comforting about them and their cereals. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that. But I have to say, like, talking about them tonight with you gents, like, the fact that we've done like a <laughs> two hour podcast just talking to these cereal monsters who never even had a special, like, guys, come on. This was a great time. And I can't wait. <laughs> I have a feeling I'll be listening to this one annually ever fall every fall when I'm cracking open that cereal for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely fun. <laughs> this has definitely been so much fun. So I I'm kind of right there with you guys. I actually remember when Fruity Yummy Mummy came out and I remember the commercials and I remember seeing it in I think we were in a Skurlocks at the time, which they don't even have Skurlocks anymore. It was a what was it? I don't remember. It doesn't matter, but 
you know, it was just, it was one of those grocery stores and it was kind of expensive. So we would hardly ever go in, but th there was a particular item that we would always get from there. I don't remember what it was. My parents would go and I just remember we needed cereal. So I'd taking my parents down that cereal aisle and sure enough, there was a box of yummy mummy and it was awesome. <laughs> it was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, it's like, you remember a few things clearly. Like I remember the first time I saw the Ninja Turtles toys, I was in a Kmart um, this was just one of those. I remember the first time I saw Fruity Yummy Mummy. It was, it's just burned in my brain because I was running up to the, you know, running up to the the box, like just whoa, this thing is cool. And it's kind of it's kind of funny, Jerry. Uh, you know, you mentioning that being with your folks, and maybe this is one of the reasons we can probably attribute maybe why the other ones there were never available all at the same time, is that my parents were very much like, okay, you can pick one. And it's mm -hmm. like, but you got to have all three. So I indulge every year now as an adult. I'm like, I will always buy all three now. <laughs> and if there's a fourth <laughs> or a fifth, I'll buy that one too. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, exactly. your folks weren't going to be like, we're, we're not letting you buy three boxes of cereal. What are you nuts? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially now that they're like, you know, four dollars or whatever it is. It's just like, whoa. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get it. I think. Because uh, you're right. I, I don't think any of us can definitely beat Chuck's uh, impression there. So I think we're going to skip uh, over Gagby with the oh, but, tonight. Oh, but I have one this week. Right? Do you? Okay. All right. Well, because I want to hear it too. Because Come on. Anthony uh, has one. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. We'll go ahead and we'll do Gagby with the spoon. Or actually, you know what? Instead of Gagby with the spoon, let's do to the max. So this is the same thing, except it's with our favorite lines. So, uh, <laughs> uh so, so mine is yours really is because yours is always just a favorite, so I assume that's what you meant. <laughs> so, my, mine is from the yummy first appearance of Yummy Mummy, okay? When he when he comes out and scares Frankenberry and Count Chocula by shoving a bowl of his cereal in his face, their face, and he's like, Hey, have a bite, <laughs> like, hurry. <laughs> I feel like I got to cut in a clip here now. <laughs> I miss the green Christmas. I miss the sun. I miss the heat. Blister. I miss the hot <laughs> Well, that's good. Mine was actually also from uh, uh, from one that we just saw a little while ago, and it was when Count Chocula appears in Frankenberry says. Uh, Go away, Frank. Or go go away, Count. <laughs> Sorry, I I messed it up. <laughs> Never mind. I give up. I'm just intimidated by the Peter Laurie impression. <laughs> oh, come, you guys stop it. You're making me blush over here. Um, and before before I go, because uh, my 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 pick is not that great, but uh, mm -hmm. but because you guys already doted on me too much. But there's a lot of talent <laughs> on this podcast right now. With Jerry's an artist and a writer, and Anthony's a writer, and if we haven't gotten this special. It may you know I I. Fed see myself somewhat of, of a creative uh i feel like there's if they haven't made it guys then we are the ones to make this special we, yeah, we can hire slap us. together well, here... a, a script and anthony can get it to the people in ny and and it can happen yeah i We're okay I, we i'm gonna scale. pose a i'm gonna <laughs> pose a challenge for us right now what if next year gents we have a year to work on just a half an hour special, the next year is totally rad. We do a Halloween episode. Okay. We act out the special together with however many people we have in it. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> That'll be super I, I fun. Wanna, I, 
I am so down for that. And I want to throw a little caveat. We should literally try to do some research and like get a General Mills rep or somebody and shop it. We should just try to shop it. Like just see what happens. Maybe okay. nothing. Maybe nothing. But how fun would that be if it just became a, a, a 30 minutes? If it became a commercial, it'd be fun. <laughs> there I agree. you go. I agree. <laughs> so stay yeah. tuned for next October, y'all, because we're coming. We're bringing the goods. <laughs> is my least favorite line because i i botched it earlier out of the ai so i'm going to redo that one for you guys it <laughs> says booberry pulling out a booberry pulling out a selfie stick time for a spectral selfie cherry <laughs> <laughs> said him all the awards winner winner yeah that's it he's, he's already won the ratty for it i think uh, <laughs> we'll see we'll see who else stop, oh stop my god if, if chuck has won the ratty for it he has to give his whole speech at the <laughs> i'm in well you already know the plot for this upcoming ratty so uh i think it would fit it would totally I think fit so. Uh, but it does make me wonder. So G.I. Joe taught us that knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is? Giving Fruit Brute his due every year. <laughs> True. True. Very nice, Anthony. Very nice. The the, the Fruit Brute advocate. <laughs> I guess for me, if uh, knowing is half the battle, the other half is that if you come on a food episode of Totally Rad Christmas, Always be prepared with extra monster cereal in the cupboard because tonight I'm having a bowl, boys. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh, Those are both better than mine. I just thought if uh, no one's half the battle, the other half is just a chocolatey vampire goodness. (laughs) uh, Guys, it's been it's been fun, you know, just really digging into these with you. But uh, like, tell me about your shows or anything else you want to plug. And why don't we start with you, Chuck? Uh, Totally, guys. Well, um, I was going to. Uh, give you guys a plug my show but i'm gonna actually bring in my friend booberry to do it for you cm chuck is a co-host of just another friday night it's san antonio and south texas's premier pop culture podcast uh every friday night live on facebook and youtube check them out as they talk about all things pop culture at jafn podcast or just another friday night.com <laughs> Oh man, Booberry was just here, guys. It was crazy. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. I love that guy. And yet Booberry didn't say boo tube instead of YouTube. <laughs> oh, missed oh, opportunity. There we go. <laughs> Good punch up. Good punch up there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And where well can done, they find Anthony. you? There's that writer coming out. Where, where can they find you on social media? At J-A-F-N Podcast, guys. Yeah, uh, we're Pop Culture every Friday night. Uh, come check us out. Give us a listen. We'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And Anthony? Uh, I, I don't know how I follow Booberry. I should have gone first. <laughs> uh, I'm a little intimidated. Uh, I have two podcasts. It's a podcast. Uh, you've heard Tom and Julia on this show. You've heard Jerry on our show. Every Monday, we release a new episode where we cover a different Christmas movie, special TV episode, uh, commercial um to keep the christmas spirit alive during our 65 days per year you find all our social media at linktree.com slash podcast and um find us wherever you download your podcast you can listen to us and then my other podcast it's newer it's called dc unlimited i host it with phil walsh uh phil at the movies and chris evans not the chris evans at uh <laughs> from gathering of the geeks and uh 
it's an all things DC podcast, um, DC comics, shows and stuff. But really, we started it to cover uh, the end of this one universe, starting with the Shazam and the Flash and Aquaman, Blue Beetle and the James Gunn verse from the beginnings to whatever that turns out to be. So check us out at DC Unlimited Pod on Twitter, Instagram. And uh, yeah, again, it's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Right on. All great shows. Go check them out and you'll you'll love it. So, um, guys, thanks again. And um, I'll end it by saying nothing could tear me away from my Count Chocula cereal. So check us out on our social media pages, which you can find at linktree.com slash totally rad Christmas. And if you're feeling like you just ate a big bowl full of monster cereals, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more people and spread some rad holiday cheer. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on TeePublic and our super dope website, totallyradchristmas.com. Have a monsterful breakfast today. Later, dudes. Don't open that box. Don't open that box. The marshmallow ghosts are leaving our cereal. Good. Now there's room for more chocolatey marshmallows. You mean room for more strawberry-flavored marshmallows. A delicious part of this complete breakfast. Shall we? Let's go. Chocula and Frankenberry. Coming your way. Ha, 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 ha.